plenty of clients to go around. I say this a lot, there's plenty of sick clients to go around. There's plenty of people out there that are sick. Just look down the street. This is not a competition, right? We're not competing with each other in this room. We're trying to build a community and grow together. I think there's plenty, plenty to have if we all work together versus try to do it our own way individually. Why are we doing this? Well, there's 23 CrossFit affiliates, not to mention all the other micro gym, boutique fitness studios, and everything else. I believe there's strength in numbers, and it's worth staying open. Welcome to the RVA Affiliate Collective Podcast, where we share stories around the business of fitness and other things going on in the local RVA fitness community. Give us a follow on Instagram at RVA Affiliate Collective. Enjoy the show. podcast. Thank you. I'm excited to have you. This is, uh, for those who don't know, this is Mark from On The Mark Meals, the man behind the meals of Richmond. Uh, for those who don't know, who are you and, and what do you do? So yeah, it's Mark Thurston. Um, we're head owner or head chef, I guess, owner of On The Mark Meals. We've been doing this for, gosh, I guess this April will be three years, which is just mind-blowing to me. Um, yeah, that's incredible. But yeah, so we, we do customized meals, um, meal prep, basically. We, we make fully prepared meals, put them in containers. Um, people order them, just heat and eat. Uh, more on the healthier side, right? Um, so we're using fresh ingredients. Everything's fresh. Nothing's canned. Nothing's frozen. Um, just kind of clean eating, right? So yeah. it's, it's, it started off, um, you know, everything's done through our website. So it's sure. pre-ordered. You just order what you want for the week, and um, we hope you guys enjoy it. And there's no no minimums, no subscriptions, nothing like that. No, you know what? I, I used to, and we'll, I guess we'll probably get into this, but I used to be in the, the, the corporate world, and I was traveling quite a bit. And although I love and know how to cook, um, you know, cooking for one isn't the most fun. No. So there's times that I, I used to buy, I used to order meals from a, a meal subscription service. Um, the, the raw ingredients ones like plated blue apron, things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that was not a subscription. So that was coming no matter what. And, you know, life happens. I get called to a different city last minute, forget to pause this subscription. And there are more times than not, um, I'd come back from a trip like on a Thursday or Friday and there's a box of raw food sitting on my porch since Monday. Nice. In August. Yeah. You know, and it's, that's not good. Starting still? to shake a little bit. No. <laughs> trying to walk away by itself. And so I'm like, you know what? These people are busy. That's why they're, that's why they're buying from us. Mm-hmm. I can't penalize them for being busy. Right. And for getting to do, pause a subscription. So, um, we're getting more and more people asking for it though. So we yeah. might make it an optional choice. An option. Yeah. Yeah. I could see where if someone maybe eight months out of the year, they kind of order the same thing. Mm-hmm. They're good with the same thing happening and they just don't want to have to remember because the flip side of that is they forget to order, right? 
Yeah. Well, we, you know, we we put a lot of fail safes in there to kind of help people remind them. So we, you know, we send out an email, you know, once they order from us, we kind of capture their information, just like, like Target would. Mm -hmm. If you place one order, next thing you know, you're getting sure. things from Target, the new announcements, things like that. And Yeah, you do a text message too, I've seen. So we send out an email uh, on Wednesdays and then an SMS text message. Um, everything obviously can opt out of sure. if you want, but um, we found that it's been, that was our biggest, um, I guess people's biggest deterrent is just forgetting. Yeah, you yeah, know? so getting that repeat business isn't, that they don't want to order, they just forgot or something. Yeah, exactly. And they go, oh, I'll, I'll order for next week. And then they forget. And right. Gotcha. So it helps us out a lot. It's interesting. Well, how did you get started on this? You mentioned you're in the corporate world. So um, I kind of know a little bit about your story, but I'd like, like for you to tell it yeah, again. You know? Yeah. So I have a, a food background. I mean, studied hospitality and food in college and stuff and and worked in the field for, for many years. Um, and then I got into sales. I went to go work for Cisco, the food distributor. Sure. So, um, that kind of like cut my sales teeth a little bit and then got actually jumped from food sales into HVAC, um, working for some pretty large outfits in the HVAC oh, uh, wow. market, um, for many, many years and just, you know, downsizing and restructuring and things like that, just kind of found myself looking for work and it wasn't as easy to find work as I thought. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think everybody, I hope they don't, but the more and more people I talk to, just about everybody goes through that at some point. So my wife said, why don't you meal prep for people? Why don't you cook for people? You know, we belong to a gym. Um, everybody's trying to eat healthier, to fuel their bodies, et cetera. You know, why don't you cook for them? And so I just made an announcement at our gym saying that, you know, this is what I'm doing. And these are your choices. This is how much it costs. This is how much, how you can pay me, whatever. And I need the orders by tomorrow at dinner time, and they'll be at the gym for you on Monday. Well, 24 hours goes by and I got, I have to make like 54 meals. Wow. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my gosh. And it was great because I never in a million years thought I'd do this full time. It was just, you know, something to keep my mind occupied while I'm looking, sure. you know, it helped my my ego, I'll be honest you gotta, with you. You got to be busy, right? Just yeah. do something, yeah. you know. And um, one thing led to another. Other gyms heard about us. You know, the, the CrossFit community in, in Richmond's pretty tight. Yeah. So everybody knows everybody. And we went to a grand opening at another gym, and they asked us to put out a table. And I met so many gym owners because they all came to support this grand opening. Yeah. And... They're like, we want you to cook for our gym. We want you to cook for our gym. And I'm like, time out. You know, I'm just, I'm just doing this as a little, you know, call it beer and pizza money. Right. You know, yeah. Yeah. While I'm looking for work. And, um, <clears throat> it turned out that, you know, I was doing all this out of my house and it got to a point where like, I have to get a real kitchen. And so we found a commissary kitchen, a kitchen for rent. Yeah. Um, kitchen time. And they had all the equipment there and it was just a flat rate. Just come in, you know, sign up for your days and times. And it was great because I was able to use like commercial equipment, cook a lot more food or the same amount of food in a lot shorter amount of time. Mm -hmm. um, and then more and more gyms kept contacting us. And we, I started, you know, took my sales background and I started calling on gyms and yeah. telling our story and, 
you know, um, that was in April of 2017. And, you know, I was trying to, still trying to get back into the corporate world because I was making decent money, but, you know, selling sweet potatoes for a living isn't, isn't great money. Yeah. Um, so at that point you were still thinking you would, you would stop and go back into. Yes, well, I was going to maybe try to do both. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, Side hustle. So I was actually kind of holding this business back a little bit because I didn't want to grow too much. Right. And then go back to traveling all week and all month like I was. And then coming back, I get burned out. Sure. I was kind of holding it back a little bit. Um, and then I said, okay, if I don't get something by Christmas, like I'm just going to go all in. I'm just going to jump, you know, yeah. see where it goes. And Christmas came and went, still nothing. So I said, all right. So we jumped. And we were doing probably about 200 meals a week at that point. And by... Um, Valentine's Day, so a month and a half later, we more than doubled it. Oh wow! Just for putting all of our focus and energies right. on it yeah. and stuff, and and you know, went out to those gyms that I said, not yet. Now sure. I'm like, I'm ready. Yeah. You know, now now I'm super hungry. Um, and so we, you know, we're in we're in a ton of different gyms around town, which is, again, it's just, it's baffling that um, this little kind of pet project that I was just doing just as a goof turned into a business. And, yeah. you know, we're in, I think we have 16 different pickup locations around Richmond, which is nuts. Yeah. That's really good. Including the, the worldwide headquarters of on the Mark meals here. So that's right. And you're in a, <laughs> uh, your own kitchen. Yes. So, so you've graduated from the, the shared kitchen, which I, I think is, in, that's brilliant really for kind of, you know, putting your foot in the water a little bit is, there's not a whole lot of commitment there as far as like, you don't have right. to get equipment. You don't have to sign mm -hmm. up. It's like, Hey, I've got this idea. I want to cook something, but I want to do it somewhat legitimately, you know, out of well, a commercial in, kitchen. In order to really legally run a food service establishment, you have to have a health inspection. Right. Right. Um, and you can't have a health inspection without having a commercial kitchen. Right. So they're not going to, Henrico County is not going to come to your home and inspect your home. No, not even if you have as, a shed out back. <laughs> as nice as it might be, um, you have to have a commercial space. So yeah. it's perfect. Like you said, there's not a lot of um, initial outlay of buying equipment and all that risk and putting your money up. And yeah. so it was, it was great. Very grateful uh, for that place. Um, and it just came time to, you know, we were kind of getting to that point where, we, I, my dream now was to always have my own place, to have my own name on the wall yeah, and our own business name on the wall, um, just for visibility. Cause I, I, this is going to sound very, I think braggadocious is a word, isn't it? I guess so. It is yeah. today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think we're one of the best companies that nobody knows about. So if we can have our own sign on the wall, um, yeah. you know, people driving by or what have you, um, we're getting our name out there. Uh, cause it's, it's more than just CrossFit athletes that we cater to. Sure. I, I would think any busy person, right? It's really any busy person. Yeah. I always thought it was just going to be somebody that didn't know how to cook. Oh, really? Yeah. And I found that I'd say probably 90% of our folks know how to cook. They just don't have time. Yeah. Or you they'd know? rather, rather use their time <laughs> for something else. Right. You know, both parents work nowadays more than ever, you know, kids are more involved in in activities more than ever, you know, traveling to these activities. Um, so it's, instead of ordering by number through a drive through or yeah. calling your favorite pizza place, which there's nothing wrong with that every time to time, but, sure, yeah. um, you know, if you want to kind of like buckle down and have some consistency, um, 
it's a solid meal, you know, fresh. And I think it's important to to feel good about the food you're eating and knowing that it's it's sourced from good ingredients. Mm-hmm. It's not just the mystery meat from the drive-thru or whatever, right? right? Like you you <laughs> spend a lot of time in making sure you get good local ingredients, right? I believe your meats come from somewhere yeah. nearby. So we, we use a, a, a broadband local distributor in, in PFG who's got relationships with tons of great uh, fresh meats, poultries, and things like that. Um, we also found a, well, actually a local farmer found us. No way. Um, had a meeting uh, with them, and he's, he raises grass-fed beef and antibiotic-free pork and things like that. And we've been buying grass-fed beef from um, John at Chestnut Ridge Farms for probably two years now. Oh, wow. Um, I see him at the farmer's market sometimes. Uh-huh, exactly yeah, right. He's got a little exactly booth out right. there. Yeah, you can't miss John. Yeah. <laughs> what a great guy. But, um, yeah, so we, tr- we just try to, to buy the, the best ingredients we can. Right. Um, treat them simply with respect. You know, most of our stuff is grilled and roasted. Um, we, don't, we don't cover things up with a bunch of sauces and um, just good, honest cooking. Yeah. Uh, I've heard the... I guess when it comes to ingredients, I've heard people say like, if you have high quality ingredients, then they can speak for themselves yeah, as far really as when you taste them. Yeah, you don't have to do yeah. much. Just roast them, salt and pepper, maybe exactly. a little bit of butter or something, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's exciting. Um, so you've got your own place now. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been open for about two years. Is that right? Uh, it's, it'd be three years in April. Three years in April. So we're almost, we're almost turning three. Oh, wow. That's exciting. Yeah. So born out of a CrossFit gym, mm-hmm. um, willing to service anyone who's busy, yeah. uh, which could be anybody. Yeah. Um, would you say that that's probably the biggest value you give to people? It's obviously the food's great quality. Everything's good. It, the timing, the delivery is very consistent. You don't have to worry. But at the end of the day, um, I've seen you actually mention this is like the person is purchasing their time back almost in a way. Is it, would you say that's probably your biggest value? Yeah. It's, I was talking to somebody, I forgot where at a networking event, I think. And, he said, you know, you don't sell food, you sell time. And I was like, that's interesting. You know, it's, and it's, I think it's really true. I mean, the amount of time that you spend, you know, creating a, creating your, your menu for the week at your home, mm-hmm. you know, writing a list, going to the store, you know, taking the groceries in and out of your car, you know, putting them up. And, you know, like I said, I used to cook all the time, but I, I got busy and sometimes you'd have all the intentions of cooking this chicken. Yeah. And next thing you know, you look back and it's seven days later, it's still in your fridge and then you got to throw it out or, you know, how many times has that happened? Or yeah. you buy a, a whole head of broccoli and you only use a little bit of it and you're wasting, st- you know, and then cleaning, forget it. Sure. <clears throat> um, so we do sell time, you know, we sell convenience. Um, we have with all the different pickup locations that we have, there's really one that's pretty convenient for just about everybody. Um, a lot of our customers work out at the gyms that we drop off at, so they're not making really an extra trip. Right. Um, and all of our pickup locations have been very, uh, well, just great overall, letting us uh, have them be a pickup location for us. But they're also very open to non-members coming in. We have a lot of members, or a lot of customers that aren't members at these gyms right. that come in and pick up. There's probably four or five at each gym. And that's good exposure for the gym too, right? If you're in a place that maybe doesn't get foot Mm -hmm. traffic, if you're not in a strip mall and you're a gym in like in a warehouse, 
Yeah. And people start coming in to pick up their meals because it's closer to them. They also get exposure to that business as I've well. I've actually had three different gym owners tell me that um, somebody from coming in to pick up their meals on a regular basis, three people have joined their gyms. Oh, wow. One at three different gyms. Um, you know, it's just a, I guess it's a side benefit. It's not a, yeah. certainly not a guarantee, but sure, it can't hurt having, you know, some people from the general public come in here. Yeah. I mean, if you get them in there and they're not a member, the rest is on the gym owner, right? But it's still, the you're mm -hmm. getting a, a pretty warm lead, I would think, for that gym because it's someone who wants to eat healthy. Mm -hmm. It's someone who's busy, but yet they're close enough to pick up at that place. Yeah. So it's close enough that they could probably work out yeah, as well. To, to your home, to your office, yeah, your kid's school, whatever. So um, it's been great. And I imagine a lot of professionals, um, I would think, in maybe the corporate world, but also like... Um, in the medical world where they're working crazy shifts, you know, they're, mm -hmm. you know, firefighters, EMS, hospitals. Yeah. Um, do you find yourself with a lot of those type of customers or we do. dropping off at those types of places? We do not as much on the, we haven't really tapped into the medical side. Well, we do have some, some nurses and some doctors and things mm -hmm. like that, but, um, lots of firefighters, lots of police officers. And we, we offer a, a military and first responder discount. Uh, off each meal. Mm -hmm. So once I find out that you're falling into those categories, we'll set you up on our system to get that discount. So that's, that's helped bring a lot of awareness and, you know, people of like mind talk to each other. Sure. So this guy's bringing these crazy little containers to the firehouse and like, what's that? Yeah. Well, the guy, you know, <clears throat> brings it to the police station. What is that? Um, and that's just word of mouth is really what's kind of grown our business so far. Wow. So what's, what's up for year three in 2020? What's. Oh, 2020. Um, well, you know, this last weekend was the first weekend in this space. Yeah. So we're kind of getting used to new locations for everything, different equipment. Um, got your mise en place, right? Yes. <laughs> Frenchy. Um, I, I used to do culinary arts back in the day. So yeah, <laughs> that was something my, we'll my chef would always, always tell me is like, everything has a place That's in, right. in the That's kitchen. Exactly right? what it means. Mise en place. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but it's going to give us time to, what, what I've been trying to do is when I first started, like any, any small business, you can imagine you're, you're wearing all the hats, right? Right. So I wasn't in charge of, um, you know, advertising, social media, um, you know, purchasing, delivery, yeah. cooking, head dishwasher, the whole thing. And as our business has grown, I've been grateful enough to, to be able to bring some employees on and like, I'm an employer now. Like, yeah, what, how cool what? is that? <laughs> <laughs> like people rely on us to, you know, pay for their rent. And Does that give any stress um, with there, that or is it just more responsibility, right? Well, I've, I've, I've managed people all my life in different capacities or another. So that really wasn't the task now. Um, you know, some of our employees are, are much younger, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, so you're making an impact on people as well. So, yeah. And that, that's, that's something, right? I mean, to, to have, um, and, and, you know, some of them are special needs on top of it. So it's really to have them be welcomed into a space, um, give them some responsibility. Mm -hmm. And they have to, you know, pay attention to detail, right. which not every young person does. Sure. Especially with all the, uh, the easy way, out. All, mm -hmm. all the squirrels going off and exactly. you know, all the um, smartphone notifications, and of course, you know, teaching them a, a real life skill of cooking yeah. um, at that age. 
um, we have one of our employees, um, Caleb, he, he comes home and I get texts from his parents. Like you should have seen what Caleb cooked for us the other night. Like he loves cooking and I'll take partial credit for that. No, definitely. he, He totally loves coming here. And you know, we have, we have lots of, lots of other employees that, you know, they just, they love talking about food and it's just, we have a lot of fun here. We don't take each other to, to take our, ourselves too seriously. You know, if you come in here on a Friday or Saturday or Sunday, we're, we're playing music and there's sometimes like a dance competition, a little dance off. It's like a little party going on. Huh? I've learned how to floss. I've learned how to dab. <laughs> I've learned how to, you know, so they're, they're giving something back to you. Huh? <laughs> that's right. So it's you got uh, your first TikTok video out. That's right. That's right. Um, but we, we do have a lot of fun. Um, but it's, you know, there's sanitation involved, mm-hmm. you know, it's huge. Sure. Um, so we, we've, we've taught everybody a lot of, a lot of great life lessons, but, um, so yeah, it's, it started off just me, but now it's, you know, now it's a whole team, but yeah. now that I've grown the team, um, my goal is to kind of work more on the business than in it. Right. If that makes any sense. It does. Yeah. Um, where I can, you know, more strategize and see where we want to take this thing. Um, you know, we, we really want to let just the general public know, mm-hmm. you know, athletes are our core, our bread right. and butter, but everybody's hungry. Sure. Everybody could probably stand to eat better. Um, not, <laughs> especially, especially the guy cooking. It oh, all. come on. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, we want to get our word out just to the general public. Yeah, I would say your your gyms and athletes are probably your firefighters, your military. They're probably going to be your what you would say early adopters of your product. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that you are able to step away from being inside the business, I would think it should be pretty straightforward now if you have the time in the day to to mm-hmm. expand right and get out of the tip of the spear type people and kind of hit the general public. You might have to, I guess, adjust your messaging a little bit maybe. But mm-hmm. I think what you've been doing with you know, getting your time back is, is huge, right? I mean, you got parents running around from soccer practice to soccer practice yeah. and they're giving the kid McDonald's at the end of the day, which I mean, unless it's a salad from McDonald's, it's probably not the greatest thing that they're having right after exercising mm-hmm. as a kid or, or the parent themselves, you know, maybe they haven't ate a decent meal all day. And a lot of times when you get hangry, you start yeah. making poor decisions, right? True. So, you know, we found that, like you said, you know, people are just running around you know, taking care of their stuff, like kids' events, work events, uh, church, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're running around trying to get something quick. Um, this is quick, what we yeah. offer. Um, you know, a lot of times I've heard that um, one of the parents, mom or dad, um, wants to eat better. But their spouse and their kids aren't going to eat this healthy stuff. Yeah. So... The parents not going to cook two different dinners. Yeah, that's that's so tough. So cook the cook the stuff that the kids and one of the spouses will eat, and then you can have your your healthy meal. Yeah, um, we got a lot of people that just they'll bring that's their 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 meal at work, their lunch at work. A lot of folks that um, this is their post workout meal. Yeah, um, and we have a lot of customers that they just live off of on the mark meals. I mean, just like you know, two meals a day times both spouses. I mean. We're dropping bags and bags of wow. meals at, at, off at people. So it's uh, anywhere from, you know, five meals a week to sometimes 30 meals a week for, for any order. Wow. And anywhere in between. We don't care. 
That's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you mentioned, you know, with your staff and trying to work out on the business instead of in the business. Um, have you found it difficult to kind of inventory your tasks that you say you do every week and, and then put a value to them and figure out what is my least valuable role that I'm playing and, mm -hmm. and pass it off? Have you found any kind of process that works There's for no that? There's no question about it. And, you know, one of the things that it's going to sound really obvious to most, but all the recipes were up here. Oh, wow. I was doing them all. You know, so I didn't write any recipes down. So how can I step away and have somebody else come in if they don't? So I had to spend a lot of time just documenting you know, your process, documenting the right? recipes yeah. and things like that. <clears throat> so once we've done that, you know, um, a really good friend of mine said, you know, you want to make this business system, system dependent rather mm -hmm. than mark dependent. Yep. And I really took that to heart. And it's that's that's. A recipe book is a system. Mm -hmm. Anybody can come in here. I mean, we'll show them that this is how small I want the potatoes diced. Yeah, or this quality is how control, fine right? I want the onions diced and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, that's that's training. That can be easily trained. Sure. Um, but you know, we I really found some really great staff. Our turnover is next to nothing. Everybody that's been here has really been with us almost since the beginning. It's exciting. Um, and I didn't hire them all at once, but as sure. we grew, right. But we really don't have, we've been very blessed, especially in food service. It's one of the biggest challenges to any owner in food services, good employees. Mm -hmm. um, so we've, we create a good atmosphere. Um, we pay fairly yeah. and we have fun, you know, and it's, it's hard work, but it's sure. not, you know. It's just more tedious than anything else, chopping up a 50-pound bag of potatoes, you know. Yeah, I would say uh, in some food service, you might have to interact with a, a general public or like a customer right mm -hmm. right there um, or might have to do some sort of tip share, right, if you're serving. But here, I think one advantage is that you don't typically see your customer in person, right, for, for most of the people preparing the mm -hmm. meals. So they're not having to deal with like that. They're not having to do tip shares or worry about, you know, a dining room to take care of, you know, they just come in, they're kind of behind the scenes. They, they do their job and then they, they write go a list home. for them. And when, when everything's done, you can go home. Yeah. That's it. That's nice. You know, we all stay to the end. Yeah. You know, and, um, so they have some ownership over their task and yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we, we found that, you know, um, we have a, a member of our staff that's autistic, um, ADHD, you know, so it's routine is really important. Mm -hmm. I've learned. Um, yeah. I'm not a expert in that stuff, but I've just learned over time. And so we, the best investment we've made is little index cards. Yeah. You know, we just write their name on it and write the different things that we want them to do. And they just take the list and run with it. And then it's been great. But That's um, exciting. And they all, for the most part, get along. I mean, they're, they're teenagers, so right. there's going to be that. There's always but, something, right? Um, overall, you know, I found a, a great kitchen manager in Whitney that... Um, I'm able to, that I personally trained on, on some of those tasks that you were talking mm -hmm. about where I can kind of pass those on to her, um, and just kind of get, get out of some of the minutia of the, the, the day stuff to that day. Just, it's, it's gotta get done, but mm -hmm. anybody can do it. Sure. Type of thing. It does, well, it doesn't have to be me. Right. You know, right. um, not everything can be done by anybody. Don't, don't get me wrong, but, sure. um, she's been great and like, She's been like my, my right-hand man in this kitchen. That's exciting. So it's, it's been really great. So I can leave, um, I can have a little bit more of a 
balance um, where I didn't have a weekend off for two years. You know? Yeah. And I mean, you were, you were grinding so away as the, the solo to, you know, entrepreneur, right? Tell all my friends, like, it'd be great if you got married on like a Thursday, I could go. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah. Nobody listened. Yeah. So. No one listened. <laughs> That's funny. There's a, there's a book, um, about systems. that's pretty good. It's by Mike McHowowitz. Mm. It's called clockwork. Okay. And it's, it's basically a very short read. Um, I I've like got it. Yeah. I've got a copy of it. It's, <laughs> it's, and the author is very comical. So yeah. it's, it's easy to read, but it, it's basically discovering your tasks that you do and which ones need processes behind them that you can quickly hand off to someone else. And what is your most important role, um, in your position? And it could be, this, this exercise could be for anybody in your staff, but for you, for, um, being kind of like the vision of, of the mm -hmm, company, mm -hmm. right? It's how do you get all that other stuff out of the way so you can go and pursue what it is that you do best right. um, as, you know, kind of the vision and designer of the business. And mm -hmm. it's really neat to hear you say all those things. I was just reading it and I was like, oh, no, yeah, 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 systems. Because, you know, even with gym owners, they struggle with that. They struggle with, I wear all the hats, I do everything. If I wrote it down, I could have done it already. So why would I take the time to write it down? You know, like mm -hmm. it's looking at it, it's, it seems kind of silly, but when you're in the middle of it, you really don't think you have time to simply write a five-step procedure or a quick recipe so that way you don't have to tell someone, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, well, why would I? I can just do it real quick, yeah. you know? And um, did you find a lot of value in kind of forcing yourself to sit down and write some of that stuff out? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's because it, it takes, I don't have to be the one doing it all the time. And I know by writing the recipe down and then, you know, it, demonstrating how it needs to be done several times with several different people, we cross train everybody to do everything. So everybody knows our super secret turkey burger mix, you know, that's good. Um, that's and important. How to do it and how thick I want the patties and how the big around I need the patties. So they all cook evenly. I love teaching people uh, how to cook. But as opposed to just telling them what to do, I explain why we're doing it a certain way. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I mentioned cutting potatoes, you know, how big I want the potatoes. No, we're not sitting there with a, a microscope and a tape measure. Right. But um, <clears throat> it's, a lot of it's common sense. You don't want a, a piece the size of a, a die mm -hmm. and then the other one's the size of a golf ball. Right. But they're just not going to cook evenly, brown properly. Mm -hmm. And same thing with, with like turkey burgers when we're patting up our turkey burgers. Um, you know, we don't want them too thick. We don't want them too thin. You know, it's just, yeah. it'd be explained kind of why we're doing what we're doing. And, and I think people appreciate learning why the why's sure. and not just the what's, you know, yeah. you got to do this, 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 you know, but a lot of people want to know why they, they yeah. you know, um, just to learn something. I'd say giving them the why gives them ownership as well, because if they understand that you want the product to be a certain way because of the flavor or whatever it is, mm -hmm then they're going to not only apply it to that, but they're going to apply it to other things they're doing. Right. And they might even uh, innovate on that. They might go, well, we could get a better flavor if we did X, Y, Z, right. because they were thinking about the why versus I was told to cut it this way. So I cut it that way. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. I, you know, autopilot, right? Yeah. We don't want to, to build robots here, sure. but at the same time, it's, you know, we do have some systems in place, but I've been accused of being stubborn, being a little type A, being a little, uh, uh, micromanaging. I just know what I like and know what sure. works, yeah. but I'm very open and I can't tell you, there's been tons of stuff that I thought this was the best and only way. And a lot of times it was by mistake. Um, somebody did it a different way. I'm like, wait a minute, 
no, do that again. And it turned out to be a better way. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I'm, I'm not the be all know all. Sure. Um, I was just trying to get stuff done. Yep. So we can get our meals out on time. And that was, I thought, was the most efficient way to well, do it. Well, because you're wearing every hat. Yeah. You didn't so have time to iterate on, it's been, on the thing. It's been a really a team effort. Um, and it's been, it's been great to grow the team. Um, you know, I hope to hire more people yeah. you know, as, we, as we grow and, and pay for this big old space that we have now, too. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, what would you say was the most difficult part of your journey um, in this business? In this business, um, probably understanding that you can't please everybody. Um, you know, whether it's, it's too spicy, not spicy enough. Um, we have literally hundreds of different combinations of meals that you can make. Mm -hmm. Um, but what's coming up now? You got anything new on the menu? Yeah. We're, we're trying, you know, (coughs) that's another reason to kind of take me out so I can work on the business is to develop new menu items, you know, find out what our customers want. Mm -hmm. (coughs) Sorry. Um, but to, to keep the variety going, to keep it fresh. Yeah. You know, um, that's, that's something that's really big with our customers. Yeah. And it's important too, right? I guess if you were just to throw out a whole bunch of new menu items, a, it'd probably be like too many for someone to choose. And then B, you know, if you don't take the time to really develop it and push it and test Mm -hmm. it, then you might have some maybe some flops or something, right? I noticed yeah. you're pretty slow with releasing your menu items, but when you do release one, it's usually really well received and most everybody loves it, yes, <laughs> which is much. probably a, good, a better to do it that way than the other well, way. Well, right? you know, I, I think luckily we built up, I think some, some equity, um, just people trust mm-hmm. our cooking. So when we do come up with something new, that's our biggest seller by far. Yeah. And that either tells me that they, they'll trust me and they'll, they'll try it no matter what it is. Oh, wow. Or they really just want something new. <laughs> yeah. Know? It could be a, probably a combination of both. But, you know, our thing is we keep adding stuff to the menu, but we haven't taken anything off. That's really cool. So it's kind of stretching ourselves a little bit thin in that mm-hmm. area. So we want to continue to build this menu to a kind of like a, a Rolodex where we can kind of like then rotate it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Do you have uh, metrics on your meals? Like, have you been tracking, I guess, hey, this menu item's just not it's like one order a week or something. It's yeah. just probably mm-hmm. worth dropping it or something. Of yeah, that for nature. the most part, we call them dogs in the food business. Oh, wow. Something that doesn't smell, that doesn't <laughs> smell, doesn't sell. Right. Um, and we don't really have those. Uh, oh, that's and good. every once in a while, we'll, we'll bring something on, like especially seasonal stuff. Mm-hmm. We did like a gazpacho one summer. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and once it started getting a little chillier out, that the sales flopped off, we just took it off. Yeah. Um, same thing, like we had a salad, same thing. Um, but I'll, I'll believe me, if it's not selling, you know, um, I'm not going to keep it on the menu for much longer. Sure. So we'll bring it back. Yeah. You know, but I'll make a guest appearance from now and then. But Yeah, it's probably not worth if it's an ingredient that isn't in your other meals, right? Yeah. If it's, it's something. Especially yeah. something that's independent just to that dish. Yeah. I'll say I'm, that's I'm something. I'm not a big fan of those dishes. <laughs> no. <laughs> I learned something at, when I was working at Chick-fil-A back as a teenager, but mm-hmm. that how many items were just the same thing, but kind of paired with something else. Mm-hmm. And it made it so easy for us in the back. And when you're talking about systems and stuff, I mean, we had diagrams where how large the chicken breast was supposed to be, or we refuse it. And it's supposed to have three points sticking out of the bun, like mm-hmm. all these quality control things. Yeah. And it's like, it was just crazy. The amount of effort, obviously 
um, a repeatable model like Chick-fil-A or like a franchise or something, yeah. they have that in place because it's important well, to their brand. system-driven businesses. Right, right. Yeah. But it's really interesting to, um, as like an entrepreneur, to, to find yourself in that same space and thinking about those same things. And I think it's really... I think it's a testament to your your knowledge and expertise that you you are doing that stuff. You are caring about you know how the patties are and all those different things. Mm-hmm. And people might say it's micromanaging, but at the same time, I'm sure you let up as people well, you demonstrate have to have it. Some systems and some sure. rules, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. but you know, it, it, we were talking about those ingredients that are just specific to that one dish. You know, yeah. we we don't carry a lot of inventory. Mm-hmm. You can walk in our walk-in cooler right now, and there's hardly anything in it. So if if we don't we buy stuff to keep our costs down. We buy stuff in bulk. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not using it, mostly all up during that week, you know, it's not, that's not our, that's not our style. You know, we, we buy all of our chicken, all of our beef, all of our fresh salmon, <coughs> all of our produce fresh every week. Um, there's a couple things back there that, you know, we'll carry over. Sure. Um, but for the most part, we only buy what we need. Then we buy it again. So if it's something that's not selling, I'm just wasting money. Yeah. Or if we're holding it too long, it's not the quality that we want. Right. So that's just many reasons why we don't keep it on. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, but we're having a blast. This this new place is. It was a. It was a lot of, a lot of hard work to get it ready, but um, just very very grateful that we're even sitting here, let alone in our own space. It's crazy. Does it feel surreal? I there hasn't been many days that go by that I can't believe that we're doing this. Wow. I don't think about it. So. Do you have any um, recommendations for someone who is maybe a cog in a machine somewhere and just wants to get out and do their side hustle, do their thing that really makes them passionate, but they're like, how on earth can I make any money? I mean, you had a little bit of luck, I guess you tried something and it actually just, it just kind of took off. Yeah. Um, but for some people... They might be too afraid to even try that, right? Would you would you give any advice or tips or just to someone? Well, every, everybody's in a different position, right? I mean, I, I started this thing kind of because I had to. I didn't have another job. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was kind of like a hobby. Um, but I think just to to try it, you know, if you if you have something that you like to do or you, you think that you could make a business out of, do it on the weekends. You know, pull a couple jobs. You, know, you got your, your nine to five, but if you really want this to work, you're going to have to, you have to at least tip your toe in the water. Sure. You know, so you're going to have to work two jobs basically. Um, and, and give it a go. And, and thing that I did, I didn't do, I wish I'd done a little bit earlier is, is talk to people a lot smarter than me when it comes to this stuff. It's like um, a mentor or something. Mentors, just people have just run businesses before. Um, you know, I, I don't know how to, do a website, but I found an IT guy. There you go. You know, he's a friend of mine that I work out with. Um, I do my own taxes, turbo taxes, but I can't do corporate taxes. I don't want to do corporate taxes. Sure. You know, I, I got enough problems. I don't want to get in trouble yeah. with the government. So I, I hired an accountant, you know, um, you know, social media. That's another thing. Um, social media is a really easy way to get into a business. Um, it's one that's the cheapest way. It's basically free sure, just to get time. your name out there. Yeah. So if you're going to try this on the side, you know, create your own business page on whatever vehicle you want to use, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was never a big social media kind of guy. I was mm-hmm. more of a 
like she call like they call them stalkers. Oh. They look, but they don't come. You're a lur- lurker. Like, yeah. Lurker. Yeah. Stalker um, is probably a little different. <laughs> <laughs> I told you before we started. <laughs> no, I hear what you mean. I think um, they call them lurkers, but yeah. Um, and I've, I've, I've turned into a little social media ninja. Yeah. Just with the posts that we have to do. And, well, because you're using it as a tool, right? You have yeah. an objective versus, mm-hmm. oh, here's me. I'm doing whatever today. Like, hey, this is my business. And, yeah. You know. So it's... um. You know, but we, we had nothing, you know, I had to give my company laptop back to the company that I worked for. So I didn't have a laptop. Oh, wow. A buddy of mine gave me, gave me his extra laptop. <laughs> um, you know, a, a friend of mine designs, she's in design. She designed our logo. Yeah. You know, awesome. it's just a lot of, we've had a lot of support from the very beginning that <clears throat> I will never forget the people that have kind of reached their hands out. Didn't ask anything for in return. Wow. You know, I'll, I'll feed people, you know, yeah. that's the best way that I can, you know, when you're just starting out, that's the best way you can pay them. Sure. So um, you, you saw specialists and you, you saw people through the community that could kind of help you take it yeah. off. Um, and then of course you said you wish you'd mentorship or something. Is that something you're, you're doing now? Like reaching out to business owners or. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've joined, well, I mean, networking is huge, obviously. Yeah. With the, with yeah. the RVA Collective, it's, it's, that's been great. Oh, I good. Mean, there's a lot of, you know, old friends that I don't get to see too much, but I've met a lot of new people too. And networking is huge. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you'll be surprised. You think you have a very unique idea, but there's probably five or six other people either doing it, trying to do it, did yeah. it. Um, and they can give you, they can give you advice, pointers. This is what I did. And I wish I didn't do that. Or... I would do it differently. Um, just ask, don't be so proud, mm-hmm. you know, and just ask for help and ask for advice and ask for opinions and just jump. Just jump. <laughs> awesome. That's exciting. Um, do you have anything else you wanted to, to talk about? No, just, uh, you know, we're on, um, Instagram and Facebook, uh, on the Mark meals. Um, our website is, uh, on the Mark meals.com. We try to keep it, complicated as we could that's <laughs> yeah, straight up right um yeah so um so yeah, put just, in put in your orders by wednesday wednesday right? by midnight and you'll be able to pick them up here at the kitchen um on sundays or at 16 other different pickup locations on mondays that's exciting yeah well thanks so much i really appreciate it thanks for the time Thanks for tuning in to the RVA Affiliate Collective Podcast. This is Joe Ellis. Be sure to follow us on iTunes and give us a subscribe. Also check us out on YouTube under the same name, RVA Affiliate Collective. Thank you. Have a good one.